You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. John, we're doing it. John. It's happening. John, we're doing it. We're yeah. episode, I want to say, five. Mm-hmm. It's a week and a bit into the festival, and we're seeing more and more films. On today's very special episode of 9 to 5 Does Fantasia, mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about Let Me Make You a Martyr and... Man Underground. Man Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh let me make you a martyr. I guess we'll kick it off. Hit it. Uh, if you want to know more about Let Me Make You a Martyr, we have two podcasts up on the website right now where we talk to you the actors, the people. We talk to and the directors. We talk to Corey Asref and John Swab, and we talk to Sam Corton, uh, Nikki Nicotera, and Gore Abrams, who are the actors. I remember all those names. Hold I'm on, very on. excited. But I heard Mr. Marlon Manson was in that movie. Marlon Manson was in that movie, and we're going to talk about that in uh-huh. the podcast. Okay. Anyway, so if you want more information or you want, if you're that movie you're excited to, go back and listen to those podcasts. But in the meantime, if you haven't heard of Let Me Make You a Martyr, it is basically, I guess, a gritty, almost, almost noir crime revenge story mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of sum up the premise of it it's about a guy named Drew Glass who comes back to his hometown we don't really know the circumstances that he left okay. but he's the adopted son of a drug dealer mm-hmm. and uh, everybody who he knows all of his relatives all of his acquaintances are like in some degree of like terribly corrupt and he kind of seems to like wish redemption for some and like condemnation for others okay and uh, I, I get, I'm getting like a suspensey kind of vibe. Is there? No, uh, I guess suspense would be like a, the wrong word. There okay. isn't too, too yeah. much suspense. It's it's really just. I say if you're if you're gonna talk about like what the core of this movie is about, is yeah. it's just sort of like is this person redeemable? Is this person a good person? Is this is what he's doing right? Is character it just study. vengeance? It's yeah. It's I, I would say it's yeah. a character study. Okay. Uh, and, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Yep. What was Man Underground about? So um, Man Underground was uh, a very small story. Okay. It was about a man who uh, underground. No. He's actually above ground in oh. most of the story. Okay. So most of it. So maybe the title was wrong. But um, he's like a like an alien uh, conspiracy theorist right. kind of guy. He's trying to make his way in the world. We realize that he has lost his girlfriend, and um, not many people want to listen to him talk about alien conspiracies. Mm-hmm. He's a good friend. Um, and they meet this girl who's um, leaving New York, basically going back to the small town because she ran out of money. They try to put together a movie where okay. they're going to film this guy's story about how he had uh, an f- encounter of the third kind. Okay. And um, it's just really about what happens to the three characters and specifically the alien theorist as okay. they make this movie together. Right. So there's really not that many characters other than those three. This is like one more, maybe two or three more, but it's like very, very tight on these guys. Okay. It is definitely a character study about this guy. There, mm-hmm. is a, there is a suspenseful element. There is a bit of like, you know, like are the aliens after him, but that's really like not, like it, it, like when, when they promoted the movie at the start, um, the director uh, directors were there, Michael Borowiec and Sam Marine were there. Okay. And, um, and they, it got announced and it was kind of like, oh, this is a big suspense movie. I didn't really like feel too much suspense, mm-hmm. but definitely um, this was like, Really, like a deep look at these characters, and it was just like heartful, man. The performances were stellar, uh, and uh, like it was a delightful little film. Sweet, small film, right? Small reach, shot, and then it like it tar- it like hit the mark way above its small reach. 
Okay. You know, sometimes it's like it's like high reach, and then they hit the mark, and you're like, eh, okay, I guess they pulled it off. Good mm-hmm. stuff. In this case, it, it just like I felt like it excelled in every regard. Cool. Yeah. So, so flipping back over to yep. uh, Let Make, Me Make You a Martyr. So uh, this movie, I mean, there was a uh, so first of all, I, I, heard, I heard a whole bunch of pe- people were there, kind of kind of for Manson. Yep. Uh, that I walked by the lineup, and there was like a ton of people who had like eye makeup and like black t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goth, uh, the goth crowd was like, all here because unfortunately Marilyn Manson couldn't make it. He was uh, supposed to be here in Montreal, yep. but he got super sick in Quebec City the night before, and hmm. then was like hospitalized or something. Holy shit! So I, he, I heard in the buzz from like a, at another lineup yeah. that like uh, like a third of the audience left. Apparently a yeah. lot of people left, and which is kind of a bummer because I like really really enjoyed the film. <laughs> I yeah. can understand, however, uh, we were talking to friends of ours, uh, Ev and Ariane, yep. who they went to go see it, and they were expecting uh, like a bloody like slasher hitman like shoot 'em up and stuff, which this film is not yeah. at all. <laughs> in fact, I mean, like, we, we, we brought it up in the interview. Like, one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about it is that there is no... Oh, not no, but there's, like, next to no on-screen violence. Okay. There are people, when someone get like, there'll be... You and I are having an intense conversation. You mentioned conversation. there was, like, murders. Yeah. Yeah. There's, okay. like, an intense <laughs> conversation between the two of us. Yep. And then it'll, like, cut away to a scene across town, and then it'll cut back to the scene, and you'll just be dead, and I'll be, like, cleaning up some blood off my hands. Huh. And you're like, what? You know, and you're like, it, it's... Almost like jarring as a viewer to be like, "What the shit?" Like you're like that that thing that usually is like reveled in yeah. in most of like a revenge cinema is like is really not the focus. Kind of, of a it. brave choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's it. Which and I mean, and I can see especially if you're like, oh, "I'm jacked up for this movie," and then you're like, "There's no violence in this violence." <laughs> you're like, "What am I? What am I fucking watching?" Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I can kind of understand the um, a little bit where. Some of the disappointment, I, I think, came from, but I think it might have just been from people thinking that they were going to go see a movie that they weren't actually going to go see. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you just accept it, and one of the other th- great things that I, I feel that they do is they really, there's very, very little exposition. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, they sort of, you're dumped into the story, and you're kind of like, the you're forced to sort of like look at the way everybody's talking to each other to figure out the dynamics and the relationships. Like, there's very few people that, you know, like, I wouldn't go up to you and be like, John. My friend of 15 years, how are you doing? You know, right. well, we've known each other for 15 years, man. No worries yep. about that. Like, like, there's like very little of like that kind of like set up. You, you just got to pick it up from the key. Exactly. Yeah. Like a guy shows up to his house and he's like, you'd be like, yo, where's John? He's over there. Okay. He hasn't seen you in a while. Okay, cool. And then he's just sort of like, are you going to help me out with this? Yeah. And then right. you're sort of like, and you're like, oh, okay. I guess he trusts this guy. I got, we don't like you, when he shows up to any character, you have literally no idea if he's going to kill this character or like get his help because there's like no you don't know what any of these people mean to the character until you kind of like so they start kind of talking and 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 are are the characters and and the character development strong enough to like make you invested in them throughout this process like because i could see it getting a little like tiresome you know like you never know what's going on you're trying to figure it out and you just don't give a shit yeah but i the thing about it is everybody is sort of like every character sort of presents like this kind of like larger than life version of themselves because it is it is a a retold story from the uh from the main character's position Mm -hmm. so and when once you kind of like piece that together you're like oh okay like maybe none of this is exactly as it happened you know like this is just the way that the character said it it happened you know so it's like everybody's a little bit more dramatic but again it's like because like the acting is consistently over dramatic you're just sort of like you get you're like okay this is the world does it feel like a theater piece almost 
not necessarily a theater piece, but it's just like everybody is like every character is very serious and like the worst person you've imagined. You know, yeah. like you're just sort of like everyone is like either doing or dealing heroin. Like everyone probably has like some murders on the rap and like just like everybody's the worst. Wow. And then, and that's why you're sort of like that's what I said when it's kind of like a morality play. You're kind yeah. of like who's really good you know like hmm. like are any of these characters redeemable does anyone deserve like you know so in the justice? recommendation uh, i would say i would say if you want to sit down and have a movie where you like you really you know what it like and this is like almost I, I i hesitate to say this because it's like it's very high praise it reminds me a lot of the, uh, true detective season two like you know how wow. in sp- yeah. you know how in a lot in of people did not like that, but yeah. I still thought it was pretty uh, good. Exactly, yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed your detective scene. But yeah. you know how like that stuff where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Like what the hell? Like you're like watching hours of True Detective season two, and you're just like, I don't get it. But you're like, if you pay attention real hard, you're like, oh shit, that's the guy who did this, and like whatever. You kind of end right, up with right. that sort of vibe going on, and let me make you a martyr. I huh. think as a first film, I think it like I'm really excited to see what these guys do next like, okay and also i feel like there's a good chunk of this that's going to get spoiled in a couple seconds maybe, some, yeah, maybe. i guess some okay. we'll see man underground man underground <clears throat> so um i guess i'm going to hit it all in the brief like it's a pretty simple small story but i want to i want to touch a little bit on the performance of george basil who is the main character okay who's the um the conspiracy nut guy mm-hmm. he like it's very rare that i have seen so good a performance in like any movie let alone in this, like, teeny tiny indie whatever. This guy was fucking out of the park. Is it, is it better than Mel Gibson's conspiracy theory movie? Was it? Yes. <laughs> there were, there, yes. He had a more nuanced <laughs> performance than Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I, like, I can't, I can't, I was, like, blown away by what this guy, what this guy did. There's so many points where he's, like, in a conversation, just like we're having now, we're just, like, going mm. back and forth, and somebody will make, like, a sarcastic comment, and then he absolutely does not respond to the sarcasm that's in it. He just responds perfectly straight, and then you don't know if he's responding perfectly straight to, like, make fun of the person being sarcastic at him, or, or if he, he just, just doesn't pick up on the subject. completely doesn't get the sarcasm, you know? And so, you, you really feel like this dude is just on some other level you know and then he's always like talking about his his um he he goes in very great detail at this dinner party into like his actual alien his like encounter yeah the thing that changed his life that like made him like abandon his career as a geologist and get into paranormal studies which happened underground so so there's that but um you, you know like and it's just this like super awkward dinner conversation, and it, like I was, I'm blown away by this guy. Similarly, his good buddy is like clearly a longtime friend of his, um, and he's just like trying to trying to like go along with this guy. Clearly, clearly he's lost and he's in a bad point of his life, and his buddy's just trying to like be there for him. But he's mm-hmm. like much more normal and much more socialized, and is able to deal with other people. And then the girl that they pick up, he's just trying to be a good friend. He's just trying to be a good friend, <laughs> man. Like it's and it's just so like heartbreaking to see him have these points where where alien conspiracy guy flips out and goes nuts on him and he's just like come on man i'm just i'm just trying to be here for you you know like you don't have to you don't have to yell at me you know and yeah. and um and then the girl who comes in who doesn't know either of them but she plays the like female role okay uh the role actually of the guy's wife who leaves him okay the alien conspiracy nuts wife leaves him and then the girl is playing that role in the film that they're making about his life so they get they're they're like Got it. so it's because yeah because there's the film within the film that they're making exactly right? okay, exactly so. so then she's pushed into like this intimacy with him 
playing these 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 scenes where she's like his wife his wife right and so she gets put really close to him and then she like is is doesn't have the benefit of like years of friendship in order to deal with his weirdness so she's like coming at it kind of fresh yeah you know and like if if what i'm describing to you sounds kind of boring and you're just like i don't give a shit about these characters like discovering how to it how to deal with each other and whatever like you're probably not going to have too much fun at this movie because right. i don't think that the, like the suspense about like whether the aliens are real or not or whether this stuff actually happened to him like it's a little bit there but i don't feel like that that element of the film was like put strong enough to to kind of carry it okay but if the you character can, study does it, the character study does and it, and it does so much better than i think anybody anticipated wow. in putting this movie together so i would recommend this to, to somebody who's looking for like a thoughtful Cool character study with de- with like bl- mind blowingly good performances out of like tiny little actors and just like a great little story. Mm-hmm. That movie's there. If you're looking for like the super suspenseful drama, whatever, you're just not going to get that. Exciting, but, but I recommend this. I recommend it. Like I, this is a thumbs up movie for me. Sweet, for sure, for sure, for sure. That's yeah, two recommendations. It really. is. Nato, do you want to uh, put do spoilers? Do you want to spoil stuff? I kind of like. I can spoil stuff in Man Under the Ground, but I don't feel like I need to. Uh, you know? Yeah, I guess it's, so. I, it's there. I will there's, say there's a good. There's yeah. a good reveal to it. Okay, so I, I will say yeah. I will say the same thing that uh, about Let Me Make You a Martyr. Yeah. Where there, it's not a massive twist at the end, but yep. there is a twist that kind of goes about like explaining a lot of the. A lot of the weirdness and like uh, there's sort of like there is a, uh, a slightly supernatural undertone. Okay. And when we were talking with, to the directors, they actually said that there was like an initial version of the script where it was like supernatural from the get go. Huh. And there was like a heavy supernatural slant. So they like they dialed that way down, way down. And then there's kind of a is it is it not supernatural right. twist sort of at the, or sort of at the end. But I mean, but like to give like there is very that like that dreamlike kind of quality yeah. is like. They're, they're, if you're watching the movie and being like, what is this? People, nobody talks or acts like this. There's right, kind right. of a – they kind of there's make a, sense there's of it. There's a thing. There's you a know, reason. It's funny. There's that man underground had exactly that same <laughs> – is it is there supernatural? Is yeah, there are not? The like, are, are the aliens around? Are the aliens around? Are they not? Just crazy. Or is he just crazy? And, um, and uh, yeah, I don't want to say any more than that. It's just, right. it's just great, and the ending is great. Sweet. Yep. Let's keep it rolling, John. What's coming up next? I think in our next episode, we are going to talk about the Greasy Strangler, Greasy Strangler which definitely. was a special moment yep. in our lives, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the Assassination Classroom graduation. Sweet. All right. Uh, stay tuned for that, everybody. Enjoy Fantasia. Hooray. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder, 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there. Uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, Then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9to5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie, and we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling. Uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So, uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, we're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival come say hey and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show we're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis Fantasia has been so great so far so uh, yeah I'm done here we go thanks for listening we're not working why should you thanks for listening